This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Welcome to episode six of Reimagine Law, where we're going to be exploring the value of gaining work experience and how it helps to build commercial acumen. Today, Simon and I are delighted to be talking to Aaron Sohan Pal, who has just finished his final year at LSE University, having previously gained legal work experience through Prime. Prime is an alliance of law firms across the UK committed to improving access to the legal profession through work experience. We're also joined by David Ampor, a partner at DLA Piper, who is also a board member of Prime. Thanks very much for joining us, Aaron and David. First of all, Aaron, perhaps you could kick us off. Maybe you could tell us a little bit more about what you think the value of work experience is from a sort of student perspective especially when considering career options. Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Terry. When I was kind of thinking about this question of kind of what work experience has done for me and kind of going from prime and kind of the opportunities that opened, I think there were really three main tangible benefits that I think students benefit from. The first thing is really understanding the job. The second thing are these sort of soft skills that you don't really tend to think about as a student. And the final thing is having the confidence to then actually pursue that career. So just to elaborate briefly on those points, the first thing seems so obvious, work experience will help you understand the job, but it's something which I didn't realize to what extent it actually does help. So kind of, I thought I had a pretty good idea of what a commercial lawyer does, for example. And then I went on this prime work experience program. I spoke to real lawyers. I had these classroom-based activities. And I came out with a totally different perspective compared to when I came in. And off the back of that program, it opened up other opportunities and other work experience programs. And every time I've done a placement, I've really kind of come out with a different perspective and a real kind of understanding of sort of what I'm getting myself into. And even kind of, so I'm pursuing a career in corporate law. However, if I was doing work experience and I have done work experience in other areas, it's it's really valuable to know what you don't want to do as much as knowing what you do want to do. So kind of having those opportunities early on are supremely valuable. The second thing is the soft skills that come from being in an office. Students are literally students from when they're born all the way until sort of university. And it's, it's kind of weird to imagine completing these, edu- you're kind of told, get the grades, do this, do that, and you'll find yourself in a career. But I remember the first time kind of going into an office not knowing if I needed a briefcase, not knowing if I needed to wear a suit and tie, not knowing how to speak to people, how to, you know, the whole sort of thing is such a myth. And, you know, all we sort of have as students is, you know, watching suits, which perhaps isn't the best thing to get, kind of get your, get your soft skill experience from. So I think those sort of soft skills, that's kind of sort of exposure that you get in an office is incredibly, incredibly helpful. And finally, and arguably sort of the most important of the three, when you kind of look at careers as a student, it seems like an alien sort of possibility. So even David, for example, who's, who's on this call with us today, if I had seen his CV beforehand, partner at one of the leading international law firms in the world, I would have just been totally starstruck. And, and kind of the, the idea of me potentially being that at somewhere in the future is just not really thinkable. But when you go into these firms and speak to these people and the more you it sounds kind of really weird but you realize they're just normal people who once may have just been like you 
and they've kind of done the right things, pursued the right opportunities, and now are in this great position. And I think that really kind of changed a student's attitude towards applying because you're not sort of applying for kind of grad schemes, hoping that you fluke your way through and, you know, they just kind of make a mistake and you kind of kind of get your get yourself in. You're applying because you actually believe you can do it. And I think that sort of shift in attitude, attitude is astronomical and can really kind of change the course of a student's career. So I think overall, those are the three key takeaways that I saw from, from work experience. Brilliant. Thanks, Aaron. Hi, it's Simon. We've known each other for a number of years now. So it's really <laughs> great to see, you know, how, uh, how your life has moved forward since, uh, since Prime. I know we talked about a couple of questions that I was going to potentially talk to you about, but I've known you long enough to ask you a question I hadn't told you I was going to ask you. <laughs> but, but it was generated by what you just said when you were talking about what work experience helps you do is really understand what's involved in the job that you thought was involved with it. Yeah. So, and, and I guess the question that, that struck me when you were talking was what's really surprised you uh, about the world of work that you've learned through work experience? I think it, the one that kind of springs to mind immediately was the kind of final point that I was talking about. And that's that things are real. And I know that sounds really strange, but you know, you, you kind of read the news and you read you know, things about politics, things about business, finance, you hear multi-million, billion pound deals going on and all these sort of things. And it just seems like an absolute fantasy land as a student kind of watching the TV or reading the newspapers. And, you know, I remember the first time going into an office in Canary Wharf and just the scales falling through my head and just being like, oh, my God, wow, this is something that I can actually be a part of. You know, it's real life. <laughs> this actually exists. Um, I think that was a really shocking, but also super exciting turning point for me that I don't think could have possibly happened without work experience. Yeah, but that's really great. Thanks, Aaron. And yeah, and it, it's really powerful to see how work experience can be that turning point. 100%. That, that you talked about. So that, that's great. So as we draw so close to the questions we asked you, I, the big one I'd like to ask, so when thinking about work experience, what both how to gain it, and then how to make the most of it. So a kind of two-part question. So how, any hints and tips, your hot one or two tips to, to get sure. work, to land work experience successfully. Uh, and then secondly, how to make the most of it when you do get that opportunity. Sure. So I think on, on the first question of applying, a lot of it comes down to asking yourself the question of why should this firm spend time and invest time and money in me? And that sort of small change in attitude, I think, makes a big difference because I think candidates uh, understandably sort of fall into the trap of just repeating application answers from firm to firm, you know, as they kind of lose hope, they kind of think, oh, you know, this is maybe not going my way. But realistically, from a firm's perspective, if they see that a candidate has really taken the time to try and understand as best they can, what does this firm do? How are they different from other players in the market? And sort of how, why that candidate really wants to work there and kind of clearly shows a personalization in sort of their, their approach. That is something which, which makes a big difference. And I think candidates think that they do that sometimes, but they kind of fall into the trap of finding facts about a firm on a website and regurgitating it back on an application without really saying where they fit into that picture. So a lot of it is about, sure, okay, this firm operates all, all around the world, but why do you find that so exciting? Don't miss the link between your interests and what the firm can provide. 
So I think that would be the main kind of tip for applying. And maximizing work experience, I think it's a really, really good question because people always think getting the experience is the be all and end all and having something on your CV is the most important thing. Whereas I, I, I kind of don't agree with that at all. I think you can have three days virtually, for example, as is what's going on now, and make more out of that experience than someone who spent 10 weeks at a huge institution in the offices. And kind of the best thing I can say in terms of maximizing the time is really speaking to as many people in that organization as is kind of physically possible in your time frame. There are a lot of sort of things that get thrown at you. There might be work, there might be classroom-based activities. But if you really want to understand sort of the nuances of a firm and sort of, you know, people always talk about the culture of a firm and it's such a, it can be such a wishy-washy word, but if you speak to enough people, you really get a sense of, okay, I understand how this place works. I understand how they're different from another firm. And then you're, you're, you can become so much more comfortable sort of making that decision of, you know, where do I actually want to be? Where do I feel comfortable? So max, in terms of maximizing, I would 100% say, throw, I mean, it's quite daunting and I completely understand that as well to kind of approach people and ask for, you know, a quick chat or a coffee or whatever it might be. But take that opportunity and try and try and go out of your comfort zone if that's not necessarily something that you're, you're 100% comfortable with at the beginning. Brilliant. Aaron, thank you. Really appreciate it. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Some really, really powerful insights there. So, um, and that sets up really nicely for, for me to talk to, to David from the employer's perspective, David. The first question I guess I, I would put to you is what, um, why is work experience so valuable for you as an employer? And obviously, as part of Prime, which is a much larger initiative across the whole legal sector. But why is work experience so important for you as an employer? Why do you go out of your way, put all the effort that you do into it to provide these opportunities? Because it's not an easy thing to to do and do well as an employer. Thanks, Simon. I mean, I think from uh, let's step back one second. I mean, I think statistically, if you if you fan of statistics, you know, there are lots of recent surveys that show that employers will look for people with relevant work experience. And, and I think, you know, key to that is because it helps them prepare for work and develop general business awareness. So I remember my first work experience and, you know, I didn't know how to make a coffee, work the fax machine, how the post room works. Again, similar to Aaron, what you're supposed to wear, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, work experience helps you get over some of those hurdles, which aren't necessarily to do with your innate ability but the experience helps you understand, okay, how does a business work? And the reason why we put so much time and effort into constructing work experience programs is exactly that in in order to to understand or to get people in and and understand and appraise people's talent and and or ability and or potential. And I think I use the word potential. That's one of the big ones for one big one for us. And so it's a two-way street to an extent in that, um, it may not seem that way when you are a candidate, when you go into a big office in Canary Wharf or wherever it might be. But, um, you know, work experience is there so that we can take a look at our potential um, talent of the future, but also picking up on Aaron's point so that you can take a look at us and you can actually figure out whether this is a place that you'd want to work or not. I think that's as important um, as, as, as anything else, um, trying to figure out, well, can I see myself working in this organization in this particular in this particular role? And that's why when we put on our work experience programs, we try to provide a, a very holistic experience of what it might be like to be um, 
at my firm, for example, or what it might be like to be a trainee solicitor. So that would be the, the role that, that most of our law graduates, at least, would be would be looking at. And, and so, you know, we make sure that a person is shadowing a trainee solicitor and their day to day tasks. Again, so they get a proper understanding of, OK, I need to handle this particular assignment with this particular deadline. How does a trainee do it? Oh, yeah, I can see myself doing that. And a lot of it is about dispelling maybe some of the myths that you may have in your own mind about working a large corporate organization in terms of the firm I work for or any organization and bringing a bit more factual material to, to bear so you know for firms I think it's, it's really important in terms of kind of an assessment of talent but also from a perspective of does this person actually want to be here because that's the that's the magic dust in a lot of situations and you're recruiting right you know you need to ensure that we want to create an environment that is very inclusive but you also want to ensure that okay we want to include everyone and actually we want people to be here and to be the best they can be here and so that work experience gives them that that foresight of what it might be like yeah thanks that's great and i think it's a really interesting point you made there is that and, and i think it's something that understandably students don't recognize is actually Firms can often be as nervous about their work experience as the students coming through it because they want to do it really well, you know, and they want to make a good impression and, and they want you to have a great experience. So that's uh, always a great way to maybe sometimes try and help you as a student when you come on work experience to kind of realize that actually they're probably feeling a fair few nerves themselves in, in terms of the experience. So thanks for that, that, that understanding, David, of, of that piece. The, the, the wider piece we're looking at here in this episode is around commercial awareness, David. and. All the time, you know, students are told you need commercial awareness. Commercial awareness is really important. So I thought I'd ask you, if we've got an employer here, what does commercial awareness mean to you as an employer, David? It's a really good question in that it's, it's obviously one of the key skills that law firms look out for in future trainees. And, and, and we see it in every single application for for any trainee position at a law firm. And, and I think commercial awareness really means an understanding of a business environment and from one perspective you get a lot of students saying well does that mean I need to understand I just need to understand what is going on in the world from a business perspective yeah that's that's true to an extent and I think there are resources out there and it depends very much on your, on your learning style and do, or how you pick up information but listening to things like the FT News briefing podcast or is useful or looking at the, the Economist radio or, or, or podcasts and listening to those I think is useful. I think one of the key things I would say is that you should try and identify an area that you have either some affinity to or interest in. So that might be sports, media, technology, um, that might be manufacturing, whatever it might be, because I think if you have a natural interest, then I think it's much easier for you to then follow up and develop a, a deep commercial understanding of a particular a business or, or sector. And the reason why you, you need that is because when you advise, at least in a, in a corporate law firm or corporate driven law firm, is that you kind of need to understand what clients want to achieve. And that always has a context. So without an understanding of, okay, what questions to ask a client around what they want to achieve. So they may have a contract to buy widgets and they want you to conclude the contract. But, but actually, is this a big contract? Is this the only contract? 
Does it cross a number of jurisdictions? Do they have a particular pricing parameter that they need to um, adhere to? Is there a sort of a timing issue? There are questions that you can ask, which I think point to an awareness of a commercial reality of, of the relationship and or of what you're being asked to advise on, which enable you just to provide better solutions to to your clients. So we look for that to, to, uh, to a huge extent. And, and I think the other area that you, you might you might split commercial awareness into two, there's sort of the external, but there's the internal is understanding how or seeking to understand how law firms work and how the business of law works. So again, un- understanding things like, okay, doing work in an efficient fashion, prioritizing work, making sure work is done by the right person um, with the right level of expertise at the right level, because this all translates into how the business of the law firm works, how the business model works, how how profitability works, right? How how costs work. If you show, and I'm often more impressed, I think, by those people who understand this part, so the internal machinations of, 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 a, of a law firm and understanding that, yes, we are delivering advice, delivering legal advice, but we are in business. And so having a sensitivity around how business works, how you actually become a successful law firm, I think is critically, is critically important. And one thing I think that students often, often miss. Fantastic. Thanks, David. I think that's such a good point about looking at it from an internal and external perspective or when it comes to, to that commercial awareness. I think that's such a great point. And thanks for giving some really good examples of that, David. As I move into my last question, uh, in terms of commercial uh, awareness, what we hear a lot about, and we've talked a bit about work experience, what I often find is, is work experience can be seen quite narrowly in terms of it's a week or it's two weeks. Uh, and so I always like talking about an experience of work to 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 build up some of those things that, that you've talked about there. So I wonder if you could share what would be some good examples of experiences of work that you've either seen in individuals that aren't perhaps as traditional, you know, as, as you might think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you shouldn't under, it's a great point because I don't think anybody should underestimate or undervalue the, the, the value of their own experiences. I mean, I remember working in, um, I worked in a shoe shop kind of worked as a manager in a shoe shop during course university but I kind of got under the skin of the organization how sort of sales worked how running a till worked how responsibility for people worked when I became a, a kind of a, a sort of a manager so that experience and some of those skills are transferable uh, and I think what um what what we should all do is is kind of and what, what I think we, we 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 sometimes do is 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 undervalue the fact that we have been engaged in work which might provide a transferable skill which might be applicable to your chosen career so you know a big part of the law is around communication skills for example and that's written and spoken communication skills so you can do that in um, a customer service role you can do that in a complaints handling department for example so you that's you know dealing with tricky or difficult situations I mean way back in the day I, I, I ran a, a small business trading trainers Right. So, you know, you just you basically collect very rare trainers and then sell them. There's there's much more people much more successful than I ever ever was. But actually, it gave me an understanding of things like costs, overheads and the commercial awareness piece, which I probably otherwise wouldn't have wouldn't have had. So that was slightly unusual. But again, I just reinforced that it is better to be active in work, collecting experiences, um, as you say, Simon, um, and then standing back from those periodically and trying to understand, okay, what is it that I have learned here 
that might be transferable to another situation. And building up those experiences will give you a, a real armory and portfolio of skills, which will make you a much more attractive proposition to a prospective employer. David, that's absolutely brilliant. Thank you for, uh, for answering that really fully. Again, just, just making that point about the breadth of different experiences that you can have, whether it's uh, selling secondhand trainers and branded trainers or whatever. These are all good experiences. So thank you. So a big thank you from me to Aaron and to David. And Kerry, I know you're going to uh, focus on some, some actions that we always like to finish our episodes with. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I thought really, really interesting viewpoints there. And I was scribbling down quite a few notes, especially Aaron, when you were talking about taking the work experience as a real opportunity to understand the values and the culture, something that we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts of an organisation and the art of asking the right kind of questions and, and digging deeper to really understand and get under the skin of different people's perspectives and gathering almost in your toolkit lots of different perspectives as you go. That's absolutely key, I think. And then also, you know, David, when you're talking about dispelling the myths and and looking at context, both internally and externally, you're absolutely right. I mean, just seeking to understand how firms work you know they are businesses that's that is plain and simple that's all they are they they have costs they have overheads they they are they're in um, business to make money but they're also in business to to get the best out of their people to be um, competitive to serve their clients well you know all of those different factors come into play when you're working as a lawyer it's not just about the technical specialism of being a lawyer and in order to understand the context of your client, you know, you, you need to understand you know, and build that kind of commercial awareness. So for me, a, a key action would be really looking at you know, the business of law. What can you do? Where can you go? What information can you find out about how businesses are run? Even if it's just a self-reflection exercise of you know, work experience that you've had before, like David talked about, you know, working in a, in a shoe shop. Funnily enough, I worked in a shoe shop as well when I was younger. And you do, you get a real insight into how businesses operate and, and what makes up the, the, the different elements of it. So having a, a bit of self-reflection on the experiences that you've had and what you've learned about those particular businesses. Another action I would I would add to that would be, again, just thinking about the, an area where you've got a natural interest and following that up to, to really develop a deeper understanding from a commercial perspective of that area, of that sector, by utilising the, the, the plethora of information that's out there. As David mentioned, you know, there's lots of podcasts, there's lots of articles that you could be reading up on to get under the skin of that particular area of interest and develop a more rounded commercial awareness. Um, so those would be the sort of two key things I would, I'd pull out. I'm sure amongst us all, we've got a lot more that we could add and we'll add those to the show notes to this particular podcast. But as I think time is now up, I'd like to thank Aaron and David once more for joining us. Thank you very much. And I hope that uh, those that are tuned in today will tune in again to listen to another podcast. Thanks very much. 